your ranch afternoon rants. Taking the time, I really appreciate it. Uh, just so you know, this is all obviously pre-recorded. So. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So, whenever you're ready, you're good. I am situated. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Howdy. First, where are you? <laughs> I'm home. I'm home. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. um, home for now. <clears throat> um, we are, you know, had to take a pause on our tour, obviously. Um, and are just really, I'm just feeling grateful, honestly, right now. It was a whirlwind week, just like thinking quick and making decisions and getting everything organized. But given the situation, I don't think it could have gone much better. Um, we're all, we're all vaccinated. And so the cases that popped up, yay, cases that popped up in our touring party are, um, you know, pretty mild symptoms. Um, but with the right thing to do, just stop the spread pause things. And we're just like super grateful that we got to reschedule so quickly. Um, we have our dates lined up already for January. It's in just a couple of weeks and everybody's just going to take the holiday and then we're going to come back and hit it strong. So, yeah. Funny, you already like took my question because I was gonna be like, Sorry. "How are you doing? How are you feeling?" And you were well, like, "Well, that's oh. the answer to how I'm doing." <laughs> I mean, like forty and had to like put a pin in the tour all within the span of like forty hours. It was kind of crazy. So well, I was oh, so like 40, 40. <laughs> That's the craziest thing about I feel like with COVID too is that you have to constantly change everything on the drop of a hat and you're like, okay, this it's is how we're doing it. Yeah. It's, it's, I think maybe we've all learned a lesson in flexibility. Um, I definitely, it's, it's not as much of a surprise when things happen, that it used to be sort of like, okay, always managing my expectations to be like, there could be something out of my control. And all we can do is just like the best that we can possibly do with that. So that's what we're doing. I got to be honest with you. I'm a little bit of a control freak. I'm a type a personality. So yeah. Okay. Cause I was going to ask, I was like, has this been uh, a lesson for like, you're like, Hmm, I have to be able to like, you know, go with the flow a little more. You know, I, I've, I've been worked into that, like, especially over the past couple of years, um, with, with all this, like I was just saying, like you learn to go, okay, like this is beyond my control. Um, right. but also being a mom, you know, we, we talk about me and my son, my son is seven. We talk about flexibility a lot. Like, Hey, sometimes things don't go the way that you thought they would or right. that you want them to. And we got to just like manage expectations for like life to happen. And sometimes things pop up that are awesome that you didn't know were going to happen. And then other times, you know, you think something's going to go one way and it sucks. So we just have to like be ready for being flexible. I think I've gotten better at that over the years, but my nature, like what, especially like when I'm creating, like I want what I want <laughs> like, I have a vision. This is going to happen, <laughs> but what? um, yeah. trying to force something to happen that isn't, happening like is just a big waste of energy I think so better to just take it and pivot <laughs> I think it's funny that you mentioned the creative process of being kind of like oh I have to be a little bit more flexible because I know with the bitter truth which by the way congratulations awesome hey. what a cool year um that initially there was a process that you were going to have uh, a, a, multiple producers and then that didn't really work out because of COVID you know Kind of, we sort of changed our mind about that. Actually, that yeah. part of it, we did have to be flexible and we did things differently than ever, um, because of that. But the producer thing, it turned out to be lucky. Like 
I had some ideas in my head. We didn't have the album written. I kind of like trying to find a way to do things differently and mess up the process and, and just change it up so that it stays fresh. Um, because I feel like the whole, the, the root, the one thing that can't change is that the music you're making is coming from the heart. That is the goal, but all the other stuff around it doesn't really mean anything. And the more I feel like that I disrupt my routine, the more you can learn, like, why do I have the routine that I have? Why, why do I feel like it, the song needs to start with the piano? Like, why do I like with sitting and writing that right. way? Like, why yeah. do I feel like this and that when you change it, you sometimes you find a new way that you like even better, or at least it, it kind of brings you back to what it feels like to do it when you weren't so good at it. Like when you're doing it for the first time, learning a new instrument can do that for you too. I took up harp like in like 2010, I don't play it very often, but for that album, like I wrote some of our songs starting by sitting at the harp and just the way that the strings are laid out and everything, it just makes you write differently. Um, and there's some songs and bits of things on that album that wouldn't have sounded that way if I hadn't taken a new approach. So that was a long story. Um, but like all that said, like we had, I had some ideas that were just basic ideas, but I'm ready. I'm ready to break the rules. Like I'm ready to throw them out. And one of my thoughts was like, you know what, instead of writing the whole album and having all the songs before we go in the studio and starting with drum tracks and then going to bass and blah, 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 blah. Why don't we just we're here now, like, instead of letting it get tedious at any point, because one or the other always does, you either have been touring forever or in the studio forever and you're ready for the other thing. Yeah. Why don't we just go in with a couple of songs that we have with Nick, a producer that we absolutely love who did our self-titled album. Why don't we just go in, do like two, maybe three songs, and then we'll go on this tour that we have booked for Europe with Within Temptation, and then we'll come back, we'll write some more, let's just break it up. Um, which turned out to be a good idea because we went in with Nick and we had incredible energy, like really productive. We didn't do two songs. We did four. Um, we wrote a little bit during that time. It was just like a super creative, awesome. And then we had this, these four songs that were like, okay, we have a vision for the album. Now we want to use Nick. Like you don't get in a situation that's that good and go, okay, cool. We're going to hope that this happens with somebody else. Like, no, we're doing this. Um, so right at the end of those four songs is when the first lockdown happened and COVID was coming over and it was just like, everything changed. But we had those four songs and this guide and this inspiration and this drive, like I, we knew what to do. So it was like, we just made that decision, start going ahead and putting those songs out one by one while writing more, you know, by ourselves until we could safely get together again and then just making the record with Nick. So that was many answers in one, but like, the decision to work with Nick wasn't a COVID thing. It was like, after our little trial, it went so well that we, I threw that idea out the window about trying to go with any others. You're so shy, you know, like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh. I, was like, I, was like, I was like, man, you know, when no, you can't shut me up. <laughs> yeah. Once you get me talking, you're going to hear the whole no. thing. <laughs> No, I'm the same way. You're like, oh, and and this is what you just said. Like, that was the story behind it. But what was the first song that you did write, though? Because when you were, you know, writing those four songs, what were the first songs that you wrote for? Well, for, we had we had them written. Um, mm -hmm. But like when you go in the studio, especially with somebody like Nick, who is so hands on, he really makes us like reexamine everything about it and like work on not just the structure, but like 
any little weak spots, like how can we make this even cooler, like ramp up the parts? So there was writing involved, but we had the song, we had all those song beds before coming in there. We had the ideas for, it was, um, the game is over. Um, yeah, right. Uh, use my voice and let's go. (laughs) What one did I forget? The first one wasted on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're all different from each other, but it was like, something there is a thread that ties them and it just has to do with where we're at now and where we've been and everything all mixed in together. So I think, um, I don't know. It's interesting. You, you, you have to pivot. You have to be able to go with what you got and go, okay, let's accept this and make the right choice for what's happening now. Cause we were going to go with use my voice first. And then when everything changed and the, the mood, you know, suddenly it was different and everyone was just processing anxiety and loss and frustration and some fear. Like it was like, we need to say a different message in this moment. And we had wasted on you, which was like, not on purpose, but totally fit, you know, just lyrically and mood wise, like for that moment we were suddenly thrust into. So, um, I don't know. You just, you kind of got to like listen to the universe. What I, I want to talk about the universe here because, you know, across the universe, uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. But also, oh man, well, let's talk about across the universe. Great job. Awesome. (laughs) I, I had a thought with that though. Oh, you know what I do? Like, I love that for you. This is art. This is not a, it's not a business. It is, it's not a nine to five. You don't go in and you're like, okay, I'm going to produce this song because I know that's what you want from me. And I'm going to produce this. It's art for you. And you want to creatively excite yourself. And I think that that's really cool. So that being said, what was the thought process behind covering across the universe? Well, um, we were doing that song uh, live on our, 2018 synthesis like orchestra tour. I love um, that. I love. Did you get to see it? <laughs> I didn't get um, to see the tour. I, I listened to the album. I listened to the. Well, there's a DVD. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was just a really, I mean, a really special experience. All of it, I mean, as you can imagine. But um, I lost my brother at the top of 2018. My little, my little brother, um, and he was a massive Beatles fan. And we'd been doing the synthesis tour and he got to see it like in um, the fall of actually like on my birthday of um, 2017. And then we were doing a new, you know, chapter by, you know, after the next year and it had actually gotten bigger because the show went really well and it was kind of a bigger thing. And then we were with, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember the order of things now. It's all fuzzy. It doesn't matter. We started, I, I really wanted to do uh, like, a, like just a, between us at least like a tribute to him, like just do something for him. Um, so we all love the Beatles and we were talking about which song to do. Um, and that one is just like the lyrics for me are just spiritual. Like I feel, I don't know, connected to the universe and all dimensions. Like (laughs) when we perform that song and it became like this, um, I'm not, my words sound like a crazy person, but can't no, explain No, they it. don't. I, I, um, I'm, I'm very much so vibing. I don't want to interrupt. It's just like, it, it became like my, honestly, like my favorite personal moment um, of the show to come out and sing that song. 
um, it is such a beautiful song. It is so beautifully written, but to also have the beautiful live um, power of a full orchestra behind me um, doing it was just, just magic, just pure magic. And I remember when we were doing it, just being like, we have to record this someday. We have to record this someday. Like we have to document it somehow. And um, then at the end of the year, we, we went in to record the chain. We had to do a cover of the chain for uh, like a video game. Oh, uh, for yeah. Gears yeah. Which was yeah. super cool. But we had like, we had the orchestra in the room anyway. So like before we went in for the session, I was like, Hey, like, let's also record across the universe right. and just get it down. We'll figure out what to do with it later, but like, let's just record it. And I'm so glad we did. We, we put it out, um, as like a, b-side to the bonus material you know earlier this year but it hasn't been like available to the public so we're just releasing it on streaming and everything today it's making me really happy to see everybody enjoying it because it means a lot to me um and i think it turned out really beautifully you did an excellent job and i gotta tell you too i think that it's a very um fitting song to pick you could have picked any song out of beatles catalog but however that song being the fact that we're all feeling, and I'm sure coming, you know, like we're all feeling a little bit disconnected and I feel mm. like that's a really poignant mm. song that kind of cool. ties all the threads of us together again, you know, connection. It really is about connection. Yeah. Like, and I think about the crowd, like when we would play it, like there's something just really, um, romantic. I, guess for me when you see everybody with their lights in the air like especially when you're playing a great big place and it's just like the sea of lights it looks like from where i'm standing it looks like souls like yeah. we are we aren't faces we are just spirits like holding up our hearts like our feeling of like being together um and i think about that vision of it when I say, when I listen to the song, like it's kind of alive for me. So very happy for everybody to get to hear it. I'm glad to hear too, that it doesn't get to be like old hat to you because I'm like, you've been doing this, you know what I mean? For a while now. And I would be completely amiss to tell you if I didn't thank you honestly for, um, being so, you were very formative. Your, your music was very formative for me. Uh, you know, it was my first ever album, Fallen, that I loved every mm. single song on. Cool. And I, I and get I that. Yeah, we all had that with different artists that inspired us and music has meant so much in my life. So huge compliment. Thank you. Well, and I, I don't want to upset you, but I really, really liked this song that I that I don't think you released and it was called, <laughs> it was called you. And oh, I don't yeah. know how I found it. <laughs> I was it's, everything's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to tell you because I was like, Sweet. Oh my goodness. Like, Sweet. I mean, that's just one of those things where, I mean, I think I was 15. Like you're just kind of yeah. like learning how to write songs. And that's the only reason it's just like, you know, it's like old, old journal entries where you're like, Oh my God, that's embarrassing, but also well, cute. And like, I was, <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking about that because I was like, you're performing sometimes music, you know what I mean? You hear that. And it must feel kind of, because I'm sure that you are no longer in that phase of your life anymore. You've, you've changed. You've had a lot of different things happen that changes your art. And I just wanted to know kind of like, 
in what way have you stayed the same? Has Evanescence stayed the same? And in what way have you very much so changed, you know? I'm, you know, I feel lucky that what our music is, um, it's always come from like a, a pretty like deep place for me. Like it's, it's not about, I couldn't tell. <laughs> it's not about everyday stuff that yeah. changes big time. It's kind of like about the deepest parts of your heart and I'm still me. And those things for the most part still are true in my heart, or at least I can still relate to them. So, um, I don't have a lot of songs that I feel like, Oh my God, I can never sing that again. I don't, I can't really even think of one. The ones like you're mentioning one that's like so old. I don't even know to call that an Evanescent song. It's just something I did on the piano when I was. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. That maybe, but at the same time, like at least when it's come to music for this band, fallen songs and stuff, like I still, I still feel them. They're still true. It's not like they stop being true. Does that make sense? Yeah, that so, does make sense. Um, I, I, I naturally love our new music more right now. Like it's, it's now it's like fresh and it's from my perspective after all these years and all these experiences. But what's beautiful about our show is that, you know, it goes back and forth through time. So we have these moments of like, this is now. And the now is from a perspective that is kind of a little bit all encompassing, but it's different. It's a bigger view, but then it weaves back and then we're playing, you know, a song from a different time. We're playing bring me to life. And that's, that's become something that is not just like special for me because of my story and what I was thinking about when I was writing that song, it is that, but it's also everybody in this room. Like we all have a history with that song. So we're all just like, invested in, in a memory that we've all been through together through the time, if that makes sense. So it just means more. It just means more. It's, it's your, it's your baby, uh, like when you're building it and then you get to like, take it out and then it kind of becomes a little bit of everybody's, you know, like, uh, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's what it feels like, but you're like, it's kind of my song, but also now it's (laughs) like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm so excited that uh, you will be coming back. Unfinished business. Me too. That's right. (laughs) We will never stop. (laughs) DCU Center, December 20th. You and Hailstorm is, uh, are you still, is it still the same? January 20th, right? Yes, January 20th. Yeah. It's eight days before my birthday. (laughs) Nice. Happy happy early birthday. You can celebrate. I'm an Aquarius. I'm turning 30. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, oh, but I'm really, really looking forward to it. And is there anything else on the horizon beyond just finishing? We're, I mean, we're talking, we're, we're kind of, I doing business behind the scenes, like working on next year, like beyond that, like what other, um, you know, concerts we can book festivals and stuff in the summer. So actually have a meeting coming up after this call about like some of that stuff. So we're, we're plotting and planning and, um, looking hopefully towards the future and just, just really grateful for all we got looking forward to January for sure. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I'm excited for you, honestly. Yeah. Thanks. 
Cool. Thank you. Well, well thank I hope you. to see you there. Well, I won't see you, see you, but I can wave to you because I'm not allowed to see you. If you see someone with pink hair, you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm sure you'll see a lot. through the <laughs> stage lights. Yeah, I'm sure you'll see. <laughs> I might. You never know. Stand in the or front. Or you'll just see my soul. You'll see my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but either way. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. And also- Thank you, you too. You yeah. too. Yeah. Have fun. Stay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, Leah. Bye. Take care. <laughs> you too.